Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Getting good at that. I think we found Shakira's new job. Thanks, guys. She's gotten the board down pat. I'm scared to touch it. So congratulations, Shakira. And on that note, guys, welcome to the Self-Care Matters podcast. We're here to talk about one that's kind of near and dear to my heart and came up from just our conversations in between recording um, is our relationship with our scale, our weight, and our food. And how that kind of can all play into, you know, the self-care and, like, the healing of your mind. I'll start. Okay. I was going to say, so, Jakira, dive in, because this one's you. I started a really, really bad relationship with the scale. Um, How long has it been? Two years since I've started working out with you? Consistently. Um, I lost, obviously, a tremendous amount of weight, and... After I lost it, I kind of lost, I'm not going to say the motivation of, like, working out, but I lost that routine of working out and keeping it within me and doing everything. And I've kept the weight off, and it's kept me pretty happy. Not too long ago, I decided to weigh myself, and I do every periodically. I, I do step on a scale, and every time I do, I look at that number, and I freak out, even though... It's not like a bad number, a bad number, or, a or where it pounds, or where it even right. used to be, where it was before. I'm still quite far from it, but seeing, seeing it, and seeing that it went up ten pounds from the last year or whatever, still bothers me. Even though it's probably not in that bad way that it, I'm thinking it is, and it's probably the muscle that I've gained because I have been working out again. But just to see it, it's still like. Right. Mentally mine. Yeah, that number is, I call it, like, demoralizing. Um, I am not a fan of scales. Like, anyone who's worked out with me can tell you I'm not a fan of one number defining a lot about you. Yeah. Um, There's so much more that goes into our weight. And, you know, because, like, I have a smart scale, so this is what started it. And my scale tells you way more than just a number. Because I think the ones that just tell you the number can beat you down. Because that number can go up or down 5, 10 pounds, like here or there, based on your cycle, based on your water intake. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was just saying, too. I I weighed myself because in my house we always have our scale just just sitting there. I mean, it's there. If you use it or you use it. If not, then it's 
right. whatever. We kind of just keep it in like our kitchen. It's the weirdest spot I know, but the it's kitchen? there on the floor, right by the island. Yes, yep. Um, and it was sitting there, and I decided to weigh myself. And this was before I started like working out again and like mm-hmm. getting in like the swing of things. And I was like, wow. But like, it can do what a is, lot to I was like, what space. is this? And then I, it started, like, messing with me mentally. Right. So, Nicole can know this. Like, my biggest tip, and this is one me and Nicole have had a few conversations about, is stop weighing yourself. Um, put the scale away. I know you don't have control over that, but if you have control of that, like, I mean, the scale is broke at this point, as we can tell. Right. So, it should just be put away to begin with. Um, so my few, like, scale tips, right? Or first of all, get one that doesn't just give you a number to define yourself by. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I have tells you all about the body fat that you have and the muscle weight you have. And why that's important is because, like, you could go up five pounds. Right. And you're like, oh, no, I weigh five more pounds. And then you can look at the rest of those numbers, the rest of the data that the scale is giving you, and it can tell you that you haven't gained more fat. That you've gained more muscle. Very true. Like, so you can look at those numbers and be like, yeah, but my fat went down, but my muscle went up. Oh, well, no wonder that one stupid number just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, the one I have breaks down your fat into, like, the two types of fat there are. And then it gives you your metabolic age and it gives you your proteins and it gives you all of this other data that... The reason I use it as a trainer and nutrition coach and all that jazz is for the other information. Anybody who's ever weighed themselves, like, as my client can tell you the probably least thing I look at is your weight. Right. The first few things I look at are, like, how much fat is in your body and where is that fat? Because that's subcutaneous versus that visceral and all that shit about fat. So, yeah. Because I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the app. Okay. Should, I mean, obviously you can't pinpoint any fat right. to lose specifically, but when you are losing body fat, are you losing your visceral fat? Your subcutaneous fat is our third third layer of our body. Yes. Right? It's the fat that sits underneath your right. skin. It's the fat that gives us our cellulite looking. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not really... Again, like you said, you can't really pinpoint, like, what fat am I losing? Right. And there really is no good fat. So, fat is fat in our bodies. However, both fats play a role in our overall health. Got it. So, like, one type of fat is more about the way you look. One type of that fat is, like, squeezing the organs inside of you. Subcutaneous is the way you look. Is the way visceral you look. Is what squeezing if you think about organs. visceral, like when I had to learn it for test purposes, um, visceral made me think like veins and arteries and stuff. So it's like more of the fat that's in your yeah. veins. And I know it's not. So like nutrition people don't come at me. Like I know it's not specifically yeah. in, in your, your veins, veins. But it made me think more in your body where subcutaneous was like the fat that sits under your skin. Right. Okay. Like, so obviously we don't want either, but if we're going to have to have one be a little higher, the one that's just kind of there and aesthetically more pleasing versus the one that's squeezing on all of our organs. So what should your visceral fat be? It depends on your age, your weight, and all that stuff. Because, like, everyone's is going to be a little different. different. Like, everyone's taller, everyone's, you know, bonier, broader, all those good things. So it's just... 
there's good ranges. And the one I have, the one thing I love about the scale that I have and use is it shows you those ranges. Like if you click on your mm-hmm. numbers, it's going to oh, show looking. you where you should be. And like, are you green? Are you blue? Are you red? Like, and it's going to tell you those things about your body. And based on your height that you put in, your age, your weight. And it does those ranges very well for you. Well, now that would funny. be my dog barking in the background. I'm sitting here looking at all of this as we're Yeah, and it's very fascinating to see your colors. And you want to see, like, more greens and blues than any other colors. The yellows, which are usually your BMI, according to that, and your weight. As far as BMI, I think it's a load of crap. I mean, um, I'm in my yellows for those, so. So your BMI is your basic height versus weight ratio that was established Years ago, that does not make years sense ago, to use anymore. makes no sense to use anymore. The yeah. fact that doctor's office still uses it is like a rant I could have every day with every fitness professional like that I know. Um, it takes nothing else into account but your weight right. and your height. Um, I can tell you from a personal standpoint, since we're talking about the relationship more than like the numbers, I've had to have the conversation with my 12-year-old how much crap that BMI is. As she goes to the doctor's office every year, and on her sheet, because of her BMI, she's listed as overweight. Which, if we know anything about 12-year-old girls, telling a 12-year-old girl she's overweight can be hugely a detriment to her personality, her habits, her relationship that she has with her own body as she's growing, and her food, and her scale. I would say she's lucky because she's heard the rant about BMI Probably more than most kids do. But, like, having that conversation every time she goes to the doctor that, like, you know that means nothing. But just the fact that if we could get them to stop putting the words, like, overweight and obese on a 12-year-old's piece of paper who is, if you've ever seen her, far from... Far from overweight. Overweight. She is 5'5". She weighs a lot. But, like, she uses my fancy scale to tell me that she is, so she doesn't care if I tell people this, but she's 170 pounds. She's 130. Your your daughter. Is 170 pounds. Isn't that crazy? She has 130 pounds of muscle. I was literally just going to say to you, she's Her clearly all muscle because she has muscle. nothing. She has, not that she has she's, nothing to she's her. She's just muscle. She's, head to toe. That's Every inch of that child's body. Wow. And yet, like, hearing that as a 12-year-old, too, hearing that at any age, but, like, seeing the words obese every time she goes for a physical, looking at her, you're like, where are you obese? Exactly. I can tell you from her being a diabetic, her pump is supposed to go into fat, and we have had to stop using so many sites that we're supposed to be able to use because I can't get a good amount of insulin in her body at certain spots anymore. Like, but it's like, that's where that relationship starts. We start our relationship with food, the scale, and our bodies from day one. Yeah. From the first earliest memories you have, whether it be, I have to eat everything on my plate because it's the plate that my grown-up made. My nickname as a child, you know, was, I don't know, Chunky Monkey or whatever parents think are really cute nicknames. Like, that's, no. (laughs) Like... Yeah. Or if it's like you're too skinny, you know, oh my God, you're just so skinny. You're like a little beanpole. Like beanpole should also not be a nickname for your child or any of those things because that's defining your relationship. 
the fox calling their kid? I don't know. I've heard them all. Like, this is what I do. These are the people I talk to. And, like, you'd be amazed at the people whose relationship started from, like, this was what my mom called me. Or every time I ate that, my parents said to me, like, ooh, you're going to eat that? We just ate. I have to say, I am very glad that, like, I did not grow up in a household that was like that, where... And if if you think I was about hungry, that. I was hungry, if I wanted food, if I didn't want food, it was, it is what it is. And, like, you're really lucky about that, but think about it this way. You still have a messed up relationship with the scale. And I you do. grew up with parents that didn't say any of those things. Can yeah. now put yourself in the position of somebody who grew up in the, like, I'm going to go get a snack. What do you mean you need a snack? You just had a snack. Okay, but my body's telling me I'm hungry, but my parent in charge is telling me why would I be hungry when I just had a snack two hours ago right just because you're hungry doesn't mean your kid's hungry but just because you're not hungry doesn't, doesn't mean, mean your, your kid, kid is, is not hungry. hungry I mean at the same time your kid is probably Growing. doing a lot more running around than you I mean I'm raising to everything boys. is just coming right out my like, boys you know, probably snack wise. every 25 minutes but they're boys they don't but sit again still. if you're keeping if you're keeping these healthier snacks in right. your house why is it a problem if your kid's going to Right, snack? like, I like, mean, we discuss snacks of... in my house, so we're still at my house. And, like, <laughs> the snack choices were literally banana chips and a cheese stick this morning. And yeah. I did have Fruit Loops to offer. Um, I sometimes have pretzel rods to offer. And then, like, right now, though, just brought in groceries, and there's sun chips. Why? Because my son likes to snack on sun chips. And there's nothing wrong with mixing what we have available in the house. Right. It's all about balance. It is. It's about balance, but it's also about that relationship and, like, as part of your self-care, healing that relationship because that's a huge part of your self-care as a grown-up. And as a kid, though, that's where it starts. It's so weird, though, for, like, so for me, like, I look at the scale and I freak out, but when it comes to food and me eating, I don't care. Right. I'm like, I will literally eat anything in the world. No, Nobody's going to tell me no. I'm right. not going to tell myself no. It's all about balance. So, like, you're a really food. easy fix because you're just a, like... Put the scale away. Stop weighing yourself. Yeah, but then it's like, I also want to... I'm like a once I don't know every, why I want to see what I... Like, I don't know. Every two months, it's okay. Um, beginning and end of a program, like, that's fine. But the daily is ridiculous. Any program that ever tells you to weigh yourself daily is full of shit. Yeah. You're not going to lose fat overnight. No. You're going to lose water weight. Yay me, I lost water weight. You're going to gain water weight. We're right. women. Like, your cycle plays so much into that weight. It doesn't play into these other numbers. So, like, when you weigh yourself and you're up five pounds and you're like, oh, my God. And if you're the type that's going to beat yourself up over that number, do not weigh yourself every day. That makes sense. Don't do it. Don't weigh yourself. I have my period. Right. So your weight's up a little bit because you have your period. But now, like, you could do nothing. Your period's yeah. going to be over. The morning after your period, you've magically lost five pounds. Did you? No. <laughs> but, like, in your head, if your day is going to be defined by your weight, do not weigh yourself. If you're yeah. going to be like, I was bad. Oh, my God. Look at how bad I'm doing. And then, like, now you're going to eat lettuce all day because of what that number says. No. Get rid of your scale. Yeah, I'll probably be somebody that doesn't have a scale in my house. Right. I tell people not to have one in their house, and if they do have it in, like, a locked-up place that you know you're only going to, like, take it out when you feel like you need to. Now, like me, I have my scale out all the time. 
I'm just going to call Jackie and be like, Jackie, I'm coming over right. to your scale. <laughs> Honestly, you know how many of my clients just only weigh themselves at the gym? But they, when they ask, they're like, can I weigh myself? And I'll, like, think and I'll look. And I'm like, no. Nope, you can't today because you weighed yourself two weeks ago. Next week, talk to me and we'll you weigh ourselves. Down when yes, I do. Because you can't weigh yourself too often. I know exactly when people weigh themselves. And now I'm lucky enough to have the fancy little app that it will help. And I can set reminders on people's apps to only let you do it, like, so often. Yeah, I need to get this scale out of the kitchen. Mom, I'm throwing it out. Yeah. It's got to get out of there. It's got to be out of sight. Because when you see it, you're until your relationship. So, like, my relationship with the scale is healed. I could, what you guys saw me, I weighed myself to make sure it was, like, in a good spot and it was calibrated correctly. And I'm like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And that's the way I feel about the rest of my day. Like, I don't care what it says. I can weigh myself every day, and it's not going to change my habits throughout my entire like, day. me just seeing this, I know this is going to sound crazy, me just seeing my number on the scale is only going to motivate me more to... Well, and then, yeah, well... But in all, in all honesty, what I'm doing in my program is gonna gaining just gain muscle, weight. so I'm just going to gain weight. Yeah, pretty much. What you need to look at on that scale is those other numbers changing. Did my fat go down and my muscle go up? Awesome. I'm doing great. You have to take that to scale, scale weight number out of I there. just bought one, too. It'll be here Tuesday. Yeah. We're going to have to start tagging these people in there. All right, we'll tag them. All right. It is for anybody wondering, though, we will, but it's the Fit Index Company, and I am obsessed with them. I even have their tape measure, um, and I own two of their scales. And what I love is the rest of the information. Yeah, I expected it one. to be like a hundred dollar scale no. because of the information, the information right? Yeah, yeah. And there's like an app and everything. It's under twenty bucks. The app is free, and you can go on multiple scales. Like once you even have the app, I can tell it what scale I'm on. I love it because again, that relationship with that stupid number. Mm-hmm. If that number, like your first step in self care, is self healing that number, I don't care what the number is. I care how I feel. I care how I'm doing. I'm caring that I'm successful. Like we talked about earlier, getting your hormone levels more in balance matters more to me than your weight. Yeah, yeah. I really need to book an appointment so, for blood work. Like checking our hormones. But a lot of our relationship with the scale and with food came from our childhood, unfortunately. And this is not like, you know, saying our parents were horrible parents. Our parents were great. They just didn't know any better. Right. Like my big job as a parent has been like, I know better. I have studied so much the relationship with food and the relationship that people have that like our big thing in this house is not saying certain things that I know are going to like sit there in the back of their head. Yeah. yeah. Like we were just talking about like no nicknames that talk about it or like. I don't, th- I honestly, there's times where like, I don't even think people or like parents realize no they what don't they call their kid and how it affects them in the long run like one of the big the things road. like i've been trying to or want to really start pushing on social media is parents thinking about that the problem is sometimes as parents like take that really personally yeah and think i'm calling them bad parents mm-hmm. if you call your kid that i'm not calling you a bad parent but once you know better mm-hmm. i mean we're talking about a society that didn't realize smoking was bad for us for how many years mm-hmm. yeah One thing I've definitely struggled with growing up is that, like, whenever something was wrong, it was always, well, if you just lose some weight, you know, you'd feel better. So now I'm 21, and if I don't feel good, I'm like, okay, do I need to go to the doctor? 
or do I just tell myself, lose a few pounds and you'll be fine? Right. And I think that somewhat comes from doctors. And again, not nothing wrong with the medical profession in general. But I think so many people think that just losing weight is going to solve yeah. a lot of their problems. So one of the first things I do with people is when they come to me and I ask them their goal, I prefer everyone's goals not be weight loss. Right. And that's weird, right, coming from what I do. But what I want is I want more energy. Mm-hmm. I want to feel better. I want to have enough energy to run around with my kids. I want to have enough energy so on Saturday night I do want to go out with friends and don't just want to curl up into a ball and go to bed. That's me. I want you know, I want less headaches. I want less stomach aches. I want anything like that. I shoot for all goals (laughs) that are not I want to lose 10 pounds. And when people are hardcore I want to lose 10 pounds the next question I say to them is why? What's in this 10 pounds that you want to lose? Like, what's this magical 10 pounds going to do? Oh, well, because it's going to make me feel better. It's gonna, There you go. Now we found your goals. Yeah. You need to take your goal out of that, I want to weigh this. The dumbest thing, and I'm going to call women out on it because I don't know why, is like, I want to weigh what I weighed in my wedding day. First of all, you are not the person you were on your wedding day. You told 20 me. years ago. Like, I have been married for 19 years. I've had three children. There is no way the 40-year-old Jackie is going to weigh what she weighed on her wedding day. Like, it's like arbitrary goals like that. But when it all comes down to it and I provoke the right questions from those goals, you get down to it. Well, I had so much more energy. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't get as many headaches. I felt better in my body. Okay, so where does this come from? So whenever I see an older picture of myself, I'm always like, oh, if only I was that size again or da 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 But when I was that age, I thought I was so fat. Is that just like a mental thing? That is totally in your head, and it's all mental, and it's just that relationship. So your relationship is broken between looking at pictures of you and not seeing you seeing your way. Yeah. Like, so instead of looking at an old picture of you and seeing, like, oh, my God, I was so thin then or whatever, think about I was happy or I really enjoyed that day because. Yeah. Like, any thought you can have that takes what you look like out of that, that was a great day because. Um, I really enjoyed doing, oh, wow, I should go apple picking again because that was fun. Mm-hmm. Anything you can associate with that image that has nothing to do with how you look. It's taking that completely out of the picture. And that's what I say to people like when they're like, I want to be. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My whatever weight or the weight I was before I had kids or whatever. Why? Because it's, or, like, what are you going to do once you've lost that five pounds? Sure. Like, there's so much that goes into why weight is stupid. Like, why weight goals? Why, you know, that matters so much is because of what we've been told by diet culture. And diet culture is a huge hot topic right now, especially in my household, my poor husband. Just because of everything I see that's throwing diet culture out there into the world and we need to get less diet culture and more health conscious and everything has to be more about the way we feel the way our body is processing what we're doing more than I need to eat a salad because I need to be skinny again I need to eat a salad because the micronutrients of this salad and the vitamins and minerals that I'm taking in in this salad and I'm getting my magnesium this way and I'm keeping my B12 right where my B12 needs to go and look at the iron and like bye-bye osteoporosis because I eat so well and whatever over I need to eat this salad because I need to be skinny. That's what I'm trying to work on right now is that I'm learning how to fuel my body. Yes. I'm not just eating a salad. And you're not feeling like, ugh, I'm eating this salad because it's healthy. Right. I have to say that, like, when I was drinking water and I picked up my water. When I was drinking. (laughs) Back in my drinking days, yes. Yeah, back in my drinking days. No. I will say that, like, when I was consistent with my water and, like, it wasn't a thought of, like, oh, I have to drink this water. It was like a. Sorry, guys. My neighbor is planting something. I'm like, what is he planting? I don't know, it's not, like, just the way that, like, you just said what you you said, like, you're putting yourself, like, back in that mindset of just, I'm doing this because I need the nutrients, and I'm feeling better, and this, and... Over, it's this many calories, and I'm gonna lose weight this way. I wouldn't wake up as tired, like, I think that's honestly a huge reason why I've been dragging myself out of bed these last few days, because I haven't been drinking water, and for me, the last week and a half that I have or longer you know when we talked about this when we talked about hydration are you starting your day with a glass of water I was to begin with are you waking up your body with that water and not because water's healthy and gonna help me lose weight no because water is what our body is craving 
And that's I what am I would a tell big my, fan of intuitive I set myself eating. a reminder. So that way when I woke yes. up, it was on my phone See? to go drink water. Like, that's... It's why I'm a big fan of the intuitive eating style, but not until you've healed your relationship with food. What does that mean? So intuitive eating is listening to your body. So, and it gets a bad rap because when people say that, they're like, well, what if I just want to eat cheeseburgers all day? Like, and they joke and they think that's all it means. Like, because it's basically the foundation of intuitive eating is eat what you want. Right. But there's so much more in that self-care healing side of intuitive eating Mm -hmm. that I like to teach people to heal their relationship first, then intuitively eat. So intuitive eating is like the way I eat, like... I don't count my calories on a daily basis, but I have enough basic knowledge of calories of what you to kind of tell you where I am. So people can't dive into intuitive eating until they've, like, controlled what they're kind of up to. And they understand what a portion of what looks like. So it's kind of like a balance of it where there's people out there who are like, just tell people to intuitively eat. Awesome. They have a horrible relationship with food. So they're just not going to eat one day, and then they're just going to eat, like, shit right. the next day. You know, like, that'd so, be me. Right. So it's, you need to work on the relationship you have with what you're eating. That kind of over falls into anything. me. anything. Like, I feel like I have, like, a good range of what I should be eating. Like, yeah. fats, carbs, proteins, like, per day. But then it goes into, I'll eat really, really healthy and, like, focus on it. And, like, right. not, like, not to the point where, like, I'm counting it, but, right. like, each meal, like, I'll make sure, like, okay, like, I have my probe, my everything there. The next day, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll and that's do, when I go down the drain. That's, like, during the week. So I'm really good. I have my breakfast. I have my lunch. I have my dinner. And then it'll be Saturday, and I'll, like, look at the clock, and I'll be like, oh, my God, it's 2 o'clock right. in the afternoon. So that's yeah. why I say you have to heal that relationship first and be, like, almost super strict for a long enough time till you, like, know when you don't and you back off a little bit, that you're absolutely fine. And, like, I tell everybody, like, my relationship with food sucked. And this, the attitude I have now towards food is not me 10, 12 years ago. 15, 20 years ago. Like, it was horrible. This has been such a slow progress to be where I'm at with, I eat the way I want to eat. And I don't care what people think, too. Right. Um, I was greatly affected by, like, the comments people would eat or would make about, like, what I was eating. As somebody in the fitness industry, if I was eating something healthy, it would be like, of course you're eating that. You're so healthy. Mm-hmm. But then vice versa. If I was choosing to eat pizza at a party or the cake at the party, it would be like, oh, you're eating that? I hate that. Like, and that's I where I started that. to develop the whole theories on, like, just stop it. Don't comment on whether somebody's eating good food, bad food, which there is no such thing. But, like, don't comment on what someone's eating. Mm-hmm. Don't comment if they're eating something else. Oh, you're eating more of that? Like, why? Right. Now that person in their head is like, should I be? Wait, maybe I'm not supposed to be eating that. And, like, I wouldn't eat at parties. And I still do struggle eating at parties. Because I find that you're surrounded by really judgmental people who don't know what they're saying and how that's going to affect somebody. So, like, my general rule is just, like, I don't care what you're eating. Like, my kids know this. Like, if you're going to go get a snack and we just finished dinner, I don't give a crap. I'm not going to be like, you're having another snack? Like, 
Because even if you don't mean it that way, even if I go, wow, you're having another snack. They're going to take it. They're like, oh, my God, am I supposed to not have another snack? Was dinner supposed to be everything I ate for the day? Well, mom's not having a snack. Maybe I shouldn't have a snack. And now they're, like, freaking out over a snack. That's literally happened to me. I'm not naming names, but, like, we had finished dinner. And it was, like, probably half an hour to an hour later. And I went and got a snack. And they were like, go put that back. Like, we just finished dinner. Like, but they're not in your body. Right. They don't know what you did for the day. That's, like, where everything came from. It starts right there. It starts with your parents having control over what you eat. And, you know, like, most eating disorders, actually, disordered eating, starts because it was the one thing you could control. I can control what I put in my body and when I eat and when I don't eat. And because you don't get that control as a child, when you have a bad relationship, it can spiral. We make no comments about what our kids eat. Yeah, I've even just picked up on that, like, being over here. It's like, oh, you want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Okay, I'll make it for you. Like, oh, you want a banana? All right, let me grab it. Yeah, there is no, like, and there's things prepped. And there's times where I say no, so I don't want, like, the parent community to come after me. I do say no in a few reasons. Um, We're about to eat. Like, oh, well, I did just make this, but maybe, like, you know, later. Yeah. Um, I don't want to cook anymore for the day. And, like, the other day at 8.45 p.m., my littlest threw a fit because he said he wanted a snack. And I said, go get a snack. He came out of the kitchen and asked me to air fry salmon. (laughs) And I said, no. That's not a snack, bud. I was like, I'm not making salmon right now. Like, no. I was thinking something you could do. That's exactly what I say back. Like, I don't even suggest anything. I'm like, I was thinking more like an independent snack. Right. Something pre-made. Like, there's always peanut butter and jelly in my fridge, like, made and ready to go. Or cheese sticks. Or... Things that I know they can grab on their own. And I was like, I was more thinking this is a you snack, not really a me-involved snack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. I'll take some salmon. And he was just salmon, like, please. but I want salmon. And I was like, well, I'll make it. And I made it the next morning for breakfast because he had it on his mind, and that's what he wanted in the morning. So I air-fried up salmon. That's fair to me. Because it was fair. I was cooking. Yeah. But, like, those are really only the times I'll say no is just when it's inconceivable, we don't have it, or it's, like, I'm not making salmon at 9 p.m. Right. Which, those are very region- reasonable. Right. Reasonable. 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 <laughs> but other than that, it's not like, well, you just had that. But it's also, as a parent's job, it's, like, you guys said, what I keep in the house. Mm-hmm. My kid aren't, isn't going to, like, you know, live on cookies because there's not a lot of times, like, there are cookies in our house, but, like... When there are, you can eat them, but then I won't buy them for a while. Or, yeah, like you have what you have, and that's it. Like, so they don't have a lot of yeses and a noes because I grocery shop accordingly. But I also never demonize, so we have a policy in my world that there's no such thing as good and bad food because food has no morals. So I hate things like good for, good food, bad, that's a bad food. There's no such thing as treats. Food is not treats. We are not pets. I'm not going to have a treat because, like, I was good at, you know, an activity. Um, Yeah, I don't like that. 
Like, right, when you think about it in the realm of that, like, I hate, like, well, if you do really good at this, you're going to get a treat. You can go and get cookies or go and get a cupcake. Like, cool, I get a cupcake because I'm a human and I want a cupcake. Like, you treat your dog when you want him to sit. Like, we're not training our kids. Like, we're feeding our kids. Yeah. So I hate treats. Um, We don't agree with, I don't agree with a cheat day. Cheat implies you're doing something wrong and eating is not wrong. Feeling your body is not wrong. That I don't like it either, and that's why I always meal. tell people that I eat in balance yes. and moderation. That's what I say. Balance, balance, moderation. But there's no such thing as like it's my cheat day. No, because I if I want it every not every day, but if I want it, I'm gonna eat it. There's no treat meals, cheat meals, like no. anything that implies you're doing something wrong. Yeah, puts that negative spin in your head. Then that I'm doing better on those days that I didn't cheat. Yeah. It's all that, like, psychological, and this is a lot it's plays like, into also, your self-care. Into, like, I'm going to eat this. It also goes into, like, the people that are really strict on, like, looking at their calories that go into their kitchen. They're like, oh, I'm just going to eat one M&M. Did you put that M&M into, like, your calorie tracker that right. you're tracking? And all there of are, those like, little, you know the disclaimer I mean? will be there are times where people have to be really strict, um, and it all goes by your goals. Right. I have a few friends who have done, like, the bodybuilding competitions. Like, yeah, sorry to tell you, you now have to eat really strict. Right. But if your goal is everyday life. There's no need to be. There's no need. That hard on yourself. Unless you, like, have some horrible, like, medical condition that, like, you have to fix ASAP. Right. Overall health, you're good to go. Period. Yep. You know, it's just a lot of that relationship. But I don't think parents realize that that relationship starts in some of the littlest things that you say to your kids. Or we just say to people in society. And that's what I mean, like, parties are, like, my downfall. Because the things that come out of people's mouths, not realizing what they could do to somebody. I think that's my other thing is, like, I get a lot of those, I get a lot of those comments now. Mm-hmm. And. It's weird. When I do step on the scale and I see that I'm. That my numbers have gone up. Right. It affects me because everybody's like, oh, my God, you're so skinny. And then I see my numbers yes. go up and I'm like, oh, my God, am I still skinny? Am I getting fat? Like, yep. That, or like the, a lot of like you're eating that's and like whatever. It's like I think this is why I love Instacart because I would run into people in the grocery store and I swear to God, they would like look in my cart. I know it sounds ridiculous, but then people would be like, oh, you buy that? Well, first of all, I live with three children, so yep, occasionally I have to buy things. And secondly, I like Oreos. Even if I didn't live with a kid. I like them. Um, Oreos are Oreos. Like, I'm a grown-up. I know how to eat in balance, and I know, but but even as controlled as my relationship is with food, I am still affected by, like, going someplace and eating cupcakes and cake and whatever Mm -hmm. and getting those, like, weird, oh, I can't believe you eat like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why you work out all the time. Oh, that's the other thing. You don't have to earn food through your workout. Um, Anybody who comes to the gym with me knows I don't want to hear, I ate so bad last night, so I really have to put in a lot today. Um, I'm going out tonight, so I have to do extra at the gym. We, that's the reason I don't do a pre-Thanksgiving killer class or anything like that anymore is you don't have to earn Thanksgiving dinner. Work out like you work out every day. Have the normal class that you work right. out. We don't need these three-hour cardio sessions at gyms that they offer on Thanksgiving morning. Like, earn your Thanksgiving. 
That's like diet culture attack um, right there. You just getting off your couch and working out on Thanksgiving is you. Good for you. Go take a walk with your family on Thanksgiving. Congratulations. I was going to say doing better for yourself to begin with. So, I mean. It's a holiday. It's once a year. So, I don't love the way society views a lot of that, too. Like, where you have to earn it. And I have to go to the gym to punish myself for yeah. what I ate last night. Or I have to go to the gym first and earn what or I'm about even to do. those people that are like, I have to work out the day after because of everything I have. That's had. punishing yourself. Yeah. You don't need to punish yourself for eating a family meal that for a lot of people, the things they enjoy on a holiday are one time a year. Yep. Like if you have that aunt who makes that one thing only because it's Thanksgiving and whatever, but it happens to be like, I don't even know, like something hugely desserty. That's okay. Yeah. And this is a lot of like the self-healing we have to do. As we talk about it in like the self-care realm, like we have to heal our relationship with these things and a lot of social media is not helping us no if we can f- fall on the wrong side of social media with the dieting ads and the magic pills and the i lost 20 pounds um i tell everyone to look at the opposite videos of how some of those before and afters are made i can't stand the videos that are like oh yeah do this 20 times and, and you'll, you'll look like look this. Like and what they're forgetting to tell you is, like, that they ate lettuce for, like, four days before that video. Or... Ooh, or those videos that it's like, oh, my God, I wake up and I make blah, 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 blah. And this is what helps me burn my fat. Are you kidding me? They're all correct. Are, are you kidding me? Come on. I start every day with warm lemon water and, like. Ugh. I saw something like that. The They're other ridiculous. Day. They're all ridiculous. And even the before and afters, um, fitness industry, 90% take the after. When you first walk into your fitness shoot, you are dehydrated. You are post-workout. They take their picture. Then they let you just kind of drink and eat and all that fun stuff. And then they take your before. Wait, say that again? So, like, what do you look like first thing in the morning? Shit. Well, other than that, your body. Oh. You're not bloated. I think no, I'm good. You're dehydrated. Time. Yeah. Yeah. They have you do a quick little workout to pump up the muscles, and they take your picture. And then they cl- slap the word after after that on that. Then they let you drink a ton of water and eat some salty food and all that stuff and bloat you right back up in the next few hours, and then they take your before picture. And then they say, look what you can look like in 10 days from doing my program. I can look like that just getting out of my bed. Kind (laughs) of. I can dehydrate my body, too, and show you my abs, but guess what? Sorry, guys. I I choose to be highly hydrated. Right. It gets all social media diet culture. The superfoods and the everything they label, high protein, like, and labeling matters. I follow this guy on TikTok. If I can find him, I'll send it to you guys, and then we can, like, post and share, but he cracks me up. I have to find him. He does, I can make any food look like a healthy food by marketing it differently. And he'll change, like, the color of a package and write things like, no trans fat, that the product's never had trans fat in it. But now that it says no trans fat, everyone's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yep. High fiber. And, like, he writes all the buzzwords, like, all over the package and changes the package to, like, subtler colors because healthier food, for some reason, like, is lighter colors in your grocery store. It's a marketing ploy. 
Um, people think healthier the, foods the lighter, lighter the color, like of your package, of package, people think it's like better for you. Like there's a reason like sage green packaging like is like more appealing to you going like that's healthy. Look at the white and sage green. But like if I package the same thing in red, bright red, you'd be like, ooh, that's like kid food. Look at those bright colors. And so he'll take, like, all sorts of healthy foods, and he'll just change the packaging. You know. Or unhealthy things, and, like, he'll change the packaging of cookies and uh, Doritos, and makes them look like a product you would now buy if you were trying to be, like, quote-unquote society healthy. You know, it all makes sense now, because Mm -hmm. I'm a packaging person. You are. And you don't even know you're a packaging person. Easily, easily put a package in front of me, and if I like the package, I'm going to buy it. Look into the marketing of, like, the health and fitness industry, and it's mind-blowing how they package things. I've gotten a lot better with not buying them because I used to buy just everything and anything. Like, if it was prettier packaging, it somehow was better for you. Yeah. See, but Jakira's like me. She finds it fascinating. I do. Like, I feel like I can sit and, like, talk about a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I feel like we should have that, like... There's not much of Nicole talking in this one, but... (laughs) Nicole was out... I'm I think so it was weird. more like me and Jackie like answering Jakira's questions. I think right? it was like I talked a little bit. You did. did. It's just a weird thing to realize and like believe it or not, your mind will probably race like the rest of the day and now you'll hear it. That's what I hope. Like I hope people who listen to this now hear it. Mm-hmm. And before you yeah. say it, like shut yourself down. I'm so excited to get food after this. Honestly, all of this is just making me excited to find ways to put protein into my Right? Into my find diet. protein like, into your diet and you're good to go. That's all I want to do is... What are, like, the highest protein foods? Yeah. Eggs, chickens, tuna. Oh, I hate tuna. Anything like that are great on your protein list. So eggs and chicken. That's all I got. Turkey. Like, things like... Anything like that. Like meat. Meat. Anything in that kind of category are going to help How you. do people who don't eat meat... Um, lots of beans have protein, like your chickpeas, your lentils, your... I wish... I don't like chickpeas. Do you like hummus? So, like, there's, like, a part of me, like, I can absolutely go vegetarian, maybe even close to, like, vegan, because I don't eat meat that much. I eat it very periodically, and if I do, it's only chicken. But it's, like... I just don't know how I'd pick up anything else because I don't like chickpeas. I Right, like you need to be able to eat the beans and the legume section of like your grocery store if you're going to do that to get right. enough protein and vitamins into your body. Like broccoli's got some good protein, but nothing compared to like. Oh, that's why I started eating spinach because I thought spinach had good Spinach protein. is good. It's got fiber. Fiber and B12 and iron. All right. So, we hope you guys learned something. Um, Let us know if you have questions, I guess, about packaging and your relationship with food and what, honestly, I'd love to know, like, what was one thing, like, said to you that sticks with you every time, like, you eat? Because we all have those, like, few moments. We sure do. This, I have one that replays in my head every day. Yeah. I think it's one that will never forget because it was talked about before correct all right guys we will talk to you guys next time bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.